0: Have you ever heard, or even spoken the words, standing on the shoulders of giants? What does the statement mean? It includes honoring our fathers in the faith. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. And it came about when the Lord was about to take up Elijah by a whirlwind to heaven that Elijah went with Elijah to Gilgal. Those are the opening words of 2 Kings chapter 2. And over the next few verses we read of Elijah saying to Elisha three times, "Please stay here." Each time, Elisha responds, "As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you." Elijah uses his mantle to divide the waters of the Jordan and the two prophets cross over on dry ground. That brings us to our text, 2 Kings chapter 2 verses 9 through 14. Hear now the inerrant and infallible word of God. When they had crossed over, Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what I shall do for you before I am taken from you. And Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. He said, You have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. As they were going along and talking, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire, which separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind to heaven. Elijah saw it and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. And he saw Elijah no more. Then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them in two pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and returned and stood by the bank of the Jordan. He took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him, and struck the waters, and said, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? And when he also had struck the waters, they were divided here and there, and Elijah crossed over. So what's going on in this text? Well, several things, but I want to note a few. Elijah makes a request. Elijah is taken bodily to heaven, which, among other things, is a sign from Jehovah to Elijah about his request. Elijah honors Elijah and then succeeds him as the prophet, as the man of God to Israel. Elijah's request was to have a double portion of the spirit of Elijah. He didn't ask for money, fame, honor, ease of life, or to have a comfortable office as prophet. Rather, he sought for the power of God the Holy Spirit in abundance so that he could fulfill his calling and continue the ministry of his predecessor. The bodily ascension of Elijah is the second such event we have recorded for us in the Old Testament, along with Enoch. And both of these men did not see death. They were carried away bodily into heaven by the Lord God Almighty. And both point to Christ's ascension. But there's a key difference. Christ didn't simply bodily ascend into heaven. He did so to sit at the right hand of God the Father, reigning and ruling over all heaven and earth. Also, the bodily ascension of both of these men points to the bodily resurrection of all believers when King Jesus comes again to judge the living and the dead. That Elijah saw this happen was an indication from the Lord that the prophet's request would be answered. And in the midst of this, Elijah honors his earthly master by crying out, My Father, My Father. And he faithfully follows his heavenly master, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as he fulfills his prophetic ministry by declaring, Thus saith the Lord. So what does this have to do with us? It's a great story, but is there any application? None of us are prophets like Elijah and Elijah, and very few are called to gospel ministry as missionaries, pastors, and teachers. I think Matthew Henry sums it up well in his commentary when he writes, We all ought, both ministers and people, to set before us the example of our predecessors, to labor after their spirit, and to be earnest with God for that grace which carried them through their work and enabled them to finish well. We ought to stand on the shoulders of the giants who preceded us in our own lives and throughout church history honoring them, and imitating them insofar as they imitated King Jesus. Doing this so that we too may be earnest with our triune God, that we may fight the good fight of faith, and that we may finish well. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.